presented by Four Peaks. The Phoenix Suns defeat the Utah Jazz barely in double overtime. They did it. 140 <laughs> to 137. I think that was some bonus basketball that a lot of us could have done without. Just saying. I mean, Sorry, I'm, not trying to kill the sexy I had vibes. fun. I had fun. The first <laughs> overtime, fine. The second one, no thank you. The almost third one, are you flipping kidding me? <laughs> this game broke me. It broke I me too. I don't know how to react. I want to cry right now. It's a win? They get to leave Utah? I don't. I, part of me doesn't know what we just witnessed. That was a very, very weird basketball game. Like... <laughs> Half of it felt like the Jazz were like beating up on the Suns, and you look up and the Suns are up five still, and you're like, I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. And then whatever the end of that game was, was something. I mean, I had fun. It's a game that they should not have been, it shouldn't have been close down the stretch. They had a double digit lead early in the second quarter, what feels like three hours ago. And we it was something that we saw late in overtime as well. The offensive rebounds and the turnovers were things that really hurt them. Uh, but they were able to claw out a win, and it's not great that Kevin Durant had to play 46 minutes and Devin Booker had to play 40 for them to get there. Uh, but you got a win out of it, and you got some crucial late-game reps with some guys that might not normally see those opportunities. Uh, and you also saw one of the best bucket getters in the world do his thing down the stretch. So I, I'm, I can only complain so much about it. I know. Big Vernon did send us a super chat and said, I was dying to hear the sexy sax. My goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Big Vernon. Rockin' to Mike in the chat also said, very rare to be pissed at the end of a win. I think it was just the <laughs> the way and everything kind of unfolded tonight. Yes. Like, you, like you were saying, Espo, at, at certain points in this game, you felt like you, the Suns were getting beat up, but they were still up five. Double overtime, especially to push it into the second stint of overtime, was, of course, an offensive rebound, like the Achilles heel of the night. Like, that was even more frustrating than... Anything else in general is like really like the one thing that we've all been screaming at the TV for the last however many hours is what forces us to go into double overtime. I, like, give me a break. I'm not upset. I'm like, uh, I'm impressed at how weird this game was. Yeah. Right? Like, you almost I, turned into the Joker several you times. Did. Oh no, I did. <laughs> you like, I just started did. rooting for overtimes because I'm you like, did. well, you know. Why not? Like <laughs> this game's been bizarre. Like, oh, uh, like when when he when they called the or called the foul before they reversed the foul there in second over, overtime, I couldn't help but laugh mm -hmm. because you're like, oh great, it's oh no, it's not, and then we got to sit there in limbo for four minutes while they watch a replay. 600 times you know they stop you think oh they made a decision and then he goes right back to the monitor i'm like look it's a win and at the end of the year nobody's gonna look back and go hey do you remember how freaking absurd that game in the uh, middle of november was at, in utah yeah no if they had lost maybe you would but a win's a win it was fun kd had another otherworldly game mm -hmm. and you let it go and you move on to What's going to be a busy week uh, for the Suns uh, coming up now, too? And they're yeah. back above 500. Woohoo! Look at that. Look at us go. Look at us. Look at us go. <laughs> I mean, listen, at the end of the day, like you said, Espo, the most important part is the Suns won this game. We would be all so much more mm -hmm. WTFing was that in the chat <laughs> if they actually lost it. Yeah. Like, I think we would all be so frustrated. <laughs> oh, yeah. If we had lost that game. So... That's, That's the silver lining here. That's the positive. The Suns got the win. That's all that matters. 
They played a lot of basketball today, though. Mm -hmm. I would like put Kevin Durant in an ice bath and put that ice bath on the plane mm -hmm. and just leave him in there the whole ride home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, 46 minutes out of the 58. That's a lot, especially with all the doubles he was seeing down the stretch and everything. Um, you know, Booker kind of struggled down the stretch. I think he missed his last five shots. So it was really down to Kevin Durant making the right play, hitting shots and, and feeding out of those double teams. So they put a lot on his plate tonight. Kevin Durant working 46 minutes is the most anybody's worked in Utah on a Sunday. Like that is just, I mean, they, they, man, this guy at 35 has gone through more than, than we had ever wanted in the first three, mm -hmm. four weeks of this season. It's a lot of mileage and that concerns me. Mm -hmm. uh, look, I love everything we've seen him do. We've seen him put up, uh, you know, amazing numbers, at, but it concerns me the kind of mileage and, and high leverage mileage they're having to put on him this yeah. early. And that's that's why you need to not play with your food and take care of business. Uh, and I know the long rebounds, the offensive rebounding was a rough one. I, I said it before pregame, the Jazz are the number one team in the NBA in offensive rebounds. They lived up to it tonight. And a lot of them were long rebounds. Like those are tougher shots because the Jazz got up so many three-pointers. But when you play with your food, he was only at 36 before the overtimes happen. And then you have to play another 10 minutes and it, and it winds up being a lot. So they're trying to manage their minutes, but man, you got to take care of business against teams that you mm -hmm. should be in regulation. And they should have beat that team well before Kevin Durant had to make a game saving block in the corner. And thank God for that. Mm -hmm. And making the right call too. Let's be honest. They should have won this game by double digits in mm -hmm. in regulation. Probably. 100%. They they were the ones that shot themselves in the foot tonight. This I know everybody's like, well, you should give Utah credit. And I give Utah credit for their defensive uh, changes from the first game on Friday night to this game. Mm. Fully give them credit, especially in that first half. But the Phoenix Suns hurt themselves tonight more than the Utah Jazz hurt the Phoenix Suns. This should have been a double-digit regulation win, and we never should have had to deal with the absurdity of uh, of the final you know few minutes in the fourth quarter and those two overtimes. Yeah, I agree. And the numbers kind of back that up as well, Espo. So let's take a look at those. Presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Oh, I mean, what's in the box? <laughs> I always forget that's coming. Like, how many times have we done this? And I still cannot remember that that is coming. I what? don't know what's going on with my brain. Let me just say this. I don't know what the hell is in this box because it was so weird. Uh, if points well, in the paint. P-I-T-P, -P, baby. Yeah, uh, the buddy. Jazz. Six, I like Pitt better still. 62 <laughs> points to the Suns, 48. Offensive rebounds, 27 for the Jazz. The Suns had 11. Turnovers. Uh, this got better as the game went on for the Suns. Uh, 19 for the Jazz, 18 for the Suns. Second chance points. 27 for the Jazz, 18 for the Suns. And this is how, I don't know, but somehow you get a 140-137 victory for the Phoenix Suns. They took 13 more shots than we did, and the Suns found a way to win. Like, I don't know whether to be impressed or to be like, you guys got to stop doing that shit with the turnovers <laughs> and the second chance opportunities you're giving up. Um, it, was, it was frustrating all night on those two fronts specifically because we saw so many turnovers. And it's not like the Jazz, for most of the game, were not turning those turnovers into points they were just getting extra possessions and when you give any nba team more shots double digit more shots than you take 
you're playing with fire there. And we kind of saw that tonight a little bit. The Jazz didn't really shoot that well from three. Um, but when you get that many more cracks at it, you're going to put up points. So those are two things that they need to fix moving forward. We knew turnovers have been a problem all season. We knew offensive rebounds can be a problem with the size that they don't have out there. Um, but yeah, the Jazz are one of those teams that are well suited to take advantage of those types of things. Yeah. Somebody in the chat said it. I can't remember where it was or who it was, but 27 offensive rebounds there is Sean. Mm. is outrageous yeah like <laughs> outrageous they almost had as many offensive rebounds as they did defensive they had 32 defensive rebounds and 27 offensive what? boards what did we witness That's nuts i don't know i mean i don't know i i should be really impressed that they got the win yeah yeah mm -hmm. i i want to feel like i'm angry somehow <laughs> i don't Really, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like Baxter when he eats a wheel of cheese in Anchorman. Yeah. I'm not angry. I'm just impressed. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's pretty much. But then much... I'm like, but maybe I'm angry. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, as... Both can be true at the same time. I'm not sure. As right. long as everyone made it out of the game okay, as long as the injury report heading into next game is nothing out of the blue, I'll be happy. But 46 for KD, 43 for Grayson, 41 for Eric Gordon, 40 for Book. And I know that they've been trying to cut back on Book's minutes. Yeah. Like, the way that they're playing him right now and staggering him with KD, they're trying to keep him around 30 minutes. And they made that obvious because there were points in this game where I looked at you guys and I was like, is anybody else feeling a little bit weird about Book's minutes right now? Like, mm -hmm. do we think that there's something going on here? Is right. this worse than what it should be? Or are they just trying to keep him a little more limited? I know it's only a couple games since he's come back, so maybe still a little bit cautious there mm -hmm. but they like you said gerald they are doing their best to keep that limited yeah i think he was at 30 before <laughs> the final two overtimes pushed him to 40 like they're trying but they man they they missed the opportunity to put this one away they really did yeah winners work a little too much winners <laughs> winners need to take tomorrow <laughs> off they need to take tomorrow winners off. Overworked? <laughs> um i'm less concerned though about devin than i am about kd yeah um because i know devin's been dealing with the injuries but he's younger he's gonna bounce back faster both from an injury and from playing heavy minutes whereas kd has carried a lot of the load the whole season mm -hmm. and he's older as well so like, I appreciate them trying to keep an eye on books minutes, but I would prefer them to swap booking KD personally. I also think point. we have more depth at the guard position. Like, like Devin is incredibly valuable to this team. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. but we have more depth to cover for Devin than mm. we do for KD. Yeah, but mm. they're not. The, the thing is, you needed almost everything you got out of book, too. 26 points, eight assists, five rebounds, a block. Like, mm -hmm. they're. This was a game where you needed everything that you got out of everybody. You know, mm -hmm. you, there wasn't really an opportunity to go, well, we're going to let Book have an extra five minutes off this game because there was such a small margin for error because you shot yourself in the foot with the offensive rebounds and, and the turnovers and everything that came with it tonight that this is just a byproduct of it. And the biggest concern for me is, how bruised is Book's ass after that fall? Oof. Because that <laughs> yeah. looked painful. Yeah, it did look you know? painful, and he was a little slow to get up too was, from that one. Yeah, and it was it was ebbs and flows for him all night because I think he mm -hmm. started like two for nine. He wasn't really scoring the ball very well. Then he got to eight of sixteen shooting, so he was on fire. And then he missed his last five shots from there. So it was like 
hot or cold for him all night. You have Eric Gordon, who had 11 points heading into at the end of regulation and scored, I think, eight mm -hmm. in the first overtime to like keep them afloat. There were just Shout so many ups e. and downs. <laughs> you know I love Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay was pushing hard for him. For our... We will get there. Uh, <laughs> listen, it was hot and cold all night, but hopefully when you head out to Gila River Resorts and casinos, you stay hot all night long. And right now they've got their big one mil their $1 million Big Reds showdown. You stay in the game, you get rewards. That It is that easy. Play fun, free games online for a chance to win. $1 million cash. So visit GilaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. And for more information on Gila River Resorts and casinos and all they have to offer, head to PlayAtGila.com. Also, it is officially Thanksgiving week, which means Black Friday is just around the corner. And our friends over at Shady Rays is currently running their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. Just go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, should we just go ahead and give out our big, bright, shiny star? Well, first of all, you said it's Thanksgiving week, and I looked down to make sure that this Isn't game it? did not last till midnight. Sure. <laughs> because I was like, oh, my God, it's Monday morning. Wait, okay. does Sunday? It's Black does Friday Sunday, now. Wait, <laughs> oh, do you guys go Monday through Sunday or Sunday? To, I've always gone Monday you, through how, Sunday. What is the start always, of the When I had to go to work or school, so that's Monday when the week started. So Monday is the official start of the week yeah. for you? That's I how so. I viewed it, but technically Sunday right. is the start of the week. I think everybody I like, views it as Monday, but I feel technically like it's, it's Sunday. Sunday. That's how it is on the calendar. Yeah, I've never had a case of the Sundays, all right? Uh, Sunday scares. Well, yeah. But that's because I'm thinking about Monday. That's so, fair. Like, uh, Monday is the, is the start of the week. It's the first day of the work week. I don't know why I say this. We don't have a work week we in this job. So that's true. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and name our big, bright, shiny star. I'm a big, bright, shining star. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Why is plus minus on this stupid graphic? It's the most important stat. Oh, Kevin man. Durant finished with 39 points, 10 uh -oh. assists, 8 rebounds. He was also a plus 4 oh, in Espo. tonight's game. Espo. <laughs> Espo is a uh, minus one now. He, <laughs> he left the he show. He officially left the He's show. He's holding out against single game plus minus, I think. Oh, Gerald, were you not here for all the shenanigans? I was not, no. Oh, Gerald I ranted on, on plus minus. Oh, I ranted. Um, it's so like, done with plus minus. It's like any other stat. It just needs proper context, and sometimes it doesn't tell the whole story. That's all yes. it is. And that that's the <laughs> that's the fight that it. everyone kind of got into the other night. So uh, that's that's why the plus so we don't want to go there. Is over there? No, we we've we don't want to go to the bad Plenty place. of times, yeah. <laughs> um, but KD doing KD things again. You know, I mean, I, what was mm -hmm. the stat that they put on the broadcast that who was it? Him, MJ, and Kobe, and and book and book are the guys who are, uh, MJ has six. The rest have three. Most forty point games. In Utah against the Jazz all time. See, now That's this amazing. explains why Utah didn't want to give up tonight. They're sick and tired of Book and Katie coming into their house and dropping 40 on them. Oops. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was great. Like, and, and the 39, 10, and 8 doesn't even tell the whole story because he had the two steals. He had the two blocks, uh, one of which was at the end of regulation on Lori Markin and great defense. It goes right to a cutting jazz guy, or I think it went to 
Lori Mar- I can't remember, but somebody got the ball, yeah. laid it in. It was just like one of those fluke loose balls that you can't really do anything about. And then obviously the one at the end to win the game. Like he has been every bit a top MVP candidate to start the season. I know it's only November, but like what we've seen out of him so far has been huge in carrying this team for stretches that they didn't have Bradley Beal and they didn't have Devin Booker. And now that he and Book are back, like he is being able to be optimized and not face as much defensive pressure um, and have those outlets. So he's been phenomenal to start the season. The turnovers are still a thing. He had seven of them tonight. Yeah, that was rough. But it's hard to complain too, too much with the way. I, I feel like those were through the first three quarters. And then from there, he was really good at picking those doubles apart. A lot. Of, I. I'd have to go back and look, but some of them felt like they came when Book wasn't on the court and he was mm-hmm. trying to be ball handler and dribble off his foot and whatnot. But if Kevin Durant is not on the NBA.com <laughs> MVP ladder this week, mm-hmm. we riot. All right. I am done with the MVP ladder on NBA.com if Kevin Durant does not get some goddamn love from them because Kevin Durant has been everything we want him to be and more since this season started. He's played unbelievably. He is back to vintage KD and he deserves all the love possible. He deserves to be in the MVP conversation. I know it's early and the fact that there is an MVP conversation (laughs) is pretty stupid, but if he's not part of it, it's even more ridiculous because he's earned it with everything he's done and he's taken his game to another level with Devin Booker out there with him. Uh, this this guy has been worth everything that they made the move for. I knew it took I know it took a lot to get him here, but if this is the KD that you see come April, May and June, mm-hmm. this team is in for a, a fun run. Uh, probably a lot of games like this, but a fun run nonetheless <laughs> with Kevin Durant doing Kevin Durant things. So so our stance, our official stance is the MVP conversation at this point is stupid, but we want our guy part of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hey, All right. Hey, if you're going to have sure. it, I just want to make sure. Well put him in there. <laughs> We're not saying you should have it, but if you're going to at least have a decent conversation. I think now that the Suns are stringing wins together and are above 500. They're not a sub 500 team. I think he'll probably be on that list again. He better be. I don't, I, that's, that was the only case against him was that they were like four and six at the time. That was it. It's like if somebody had a list of 40 year old, heavier podcast hosts in the greater Phoenix area, it's a dumb discussion to have, but if I'm not on the list, I'm going to be damn pissed off. (laughs) And that's the way I feel about KD not being on a way too early MVP list in the the NBA. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. (laughs) Uh, we do have a couple super chats here. So the first one I'll read is from the anonymous Buddha. Thank you so much for your super chat. They said Suns had 18 turnovers. Whenever Katie's usage is high, the turnovers increase. Mm-hmm. Book had a terrible uh, 38% shooting game and was deferring quite a bit. With Beal out, we can't have such a bad game by either of our stars. It did kind of feel like there were moments where, and this also, I'll be honest, Maybe a little biased because I took PRA for book tonight. So I was cheering for him to shoot the ball, Mm -hmm. especially in that third quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were moments where it felt like book could have taken a shot and didn't. Did you guys notice that too? 
a little bit, yeah. And and it's it's worth mentioning that even with all of that, he still finished with twenty six, eight, and five. Yes, like that's that's superstar production, especially on an off night. Um, getting to the line eight times, having those eight assists, those are ways that he can impact the game, even when his shot is kind of all over the place. But um, yeah, I, I think it. There were a couple of instances where it was like, why didn't he pull that, or why didn't he attack there? And honestly, I think, especially down the stretch, some of it just might have been fatigue. Like, he played 40 minutes. His first two games back, I think he was at 26 and 32. So they're still ramping up his minutes a little bit, I think. Yeah, and I'm all right with it. Like, in the past, what was some of our biggest complaints about Book? Too many shots, too much volume when he's having a bad night. I'm okay if he defers a little bit more on a night where he's shooting 8 of 21, and we know that distributing has become a bigger part of his game. I'm all right with it. You mm-hmm. know, and, and if you're going to have him do it, tonight was the right night. Two of seven from three. Just didn't have a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Really, it felt like at any point. Missed that one it. corner three that was wide open yeah. that could have been the dagger. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm all right with him deferring in this situation. I mean, at the very least, like... Like you said, Gerald, you're going to have an off night and you're still going to finish with 26 points and uh, eight assists, five rebounds. Like, mm-hmm. I'll take that as an off night. And any block. Day of the Don't forget the block. Oh, and my block. bad. Sorry. Didn't mean to, <laughs> didn't mean to short, shortchange <laughs> right. you there. <laughs> um, okay. A couple more super chats. Uh, James Johnson said these refs really tried. Great win. Flex, you called it. Nos playing huge minutes. Go PHNX. Um, that's Gerald. If you're talking about no, from the pregame show, the, or did Flex no, say Flex something on said Twitter? It, said it uh, earlier in the week that he thought Nas Little was gonna wind up getting more minutes. Okay, because so. you had said it in the pregame, in the pre-game. show between him and KVD, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're give... not Flex. I am not Flex. <laughs> Listen, sometimes I feel like everyone gets everyone confused, except for me and Espo on this this program. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Uh, but it, it is what it is. If they start confusing us, uh, we got problems. <laughs> also, can I address something? What? Eric asked, hey, you guys want some beers on the set? We and now we look like fisting. we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't that bad of a game. <laughs> we got six beers on the set. We put one over here, too. Now there's, there's yeah. One right. beer for every <laughs> overtime. Whichever way you wanted to grab, man. Four Peaks is there for you. Real aggressive with this one. Um, okay, so speaking of Nos, and we'll talk about Yuta here as well. Leo sent us a super chat, said, play more Nos over Yuta. And then James Johnson said, guys, are we worried about... Nope, not... We'll, we'll answer both of these questions. James Johnson said, guys, are we worried about the Blazers game as a potential letdown? Also, what happened with Yuta? So with Yuta, Dwayne Rankin tweeted this earlier before the game. Um, Yuta and some of the other end-of-the-bench guys were practicing as they tend to do and he I think he caught a knee to the thigh or something so it's a thigh contusion probably not going to be serious but they held him out of this game it was a good opportunity for them to give Nas more minutes he played well in Friday's game as well and did so again tonight um so I wouldn't be too worried about Yuta but with the Blazers game I'm not in any way shape or form worried about a letdown game I think DA is going to come in and try to make a statement and I think the Suns are going to make a much, much louder statement. We saw it in preseason already, and the Blazers just aren't good. I think they gave up 60%, 60%, and 100% shooting to whoever they played tonight. So it's going to be more of the same. I'm just going to say this. I believe that statement will be, you made the right decision. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I don't know. That'll be an interesting one, though. Because you know Book and some of these guys are going to go in to be like, no, we're not, yeah. we're not messing around with this Well, game. and look, Book said all the right things about the situation. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff DA said, if I was Book, I would probably be a little, I would feel some type of way yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. We so, got plenty of time to get into yeah, that. <laughs> I would have, I would have a feeling about that one. Um, we have a couple super chats about Eric Gordon and a whole bunch of comments in the chat about Eric Gordon. Uh, where did it go? Adrian. Thank you. Adrian said, what the hell was that EG huge game from him? <laughs> mm-hmm. Eric Gordon is going to be our PHN X factor of the night because EG had himself an evening, especially in the first part, the first overtime. Yes. He had the mm-hmm. first eight points for the Suns. At one point he was outscoring the jazz entirely by himself. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon finished with 20 points. Six assists and two steals and five rebounds and two blocks as well. Mm-hmm. Contributed that, across the board. Yeah. That fifth rebound was a big one there in uh, the double overtime. It was the miss that the mm-hmm. Suns had. He got mm-hmm. the offensive rebound. The Suns finally uh, got yeah, a long rebound. <laughs> yeah. And that's when they hit the two free throws to make it three, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, big game from EG. He deserves uh, some love for what he was able to do. Uh, in particular, in that overtime, uh, not the big, bright, shining star, but still good. Lindsay was fighting hard for that one. Listen, she jinxed it, and then he missed the free throw that gave them life and forced double overtime. I don't think I jinxed it. I think the two of you were just mm-hmm. raining on his parade. <laughs> like if it wasn't for Eric Gordon in mm-hmm. the first overtime stint, we would have been in big trouble. I no? mean, he definitely did his part. Like he was huge in that first overtime for sure. I just didn't want to give him big, bright, shiny star for the first 48 minutes when KD was the guy. And I get that, but I would argue (laughs) that when you make it, when you have to go to overtime, Mm -hmm. that final five minutes is pretty dang important. I didn't say otherwise. Lindsay. uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) if we had won the game in that first overtime stint and Eric Gordon didn't miss the free throw, I would have made (laughs) it. So those are two things that did not happen. (laughs) Right, but we were talking about it before those two things happened. You know, so there you go. Where would they have been, though, without the 39, 10, <laughs> 8, 2 steals, 2 blocks from They would uh, have Kevin lost Durant. in regulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric Gordon wouldn't have had the opportunity to have Well, you know points. what? If KD was that good, he would have had one more bucket. We wouldn't have had to go to overtime at all. <laughs> no? Chelsea's here. Yep. Chelsea is She's here. Double overtime guaranteed Chelsea. That's Leave a like for guaranteed Chelsea. Guaranteed Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea's home. Listen, I just wanted... Mm. Here's my thing. Hmm. Kevin Durant is freaking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker also freaking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We have only given the big, bright, shining star to two people not named Kevin Durant and Devin Booker this season so far. That's fine. The one was Alec, Al, uh, Alan Grace, Grace and Allen. My uh, goodness. Just trying to give it to Alec Peters? What clearly, was that? Clearly <laughs> having issues. Grace and Allen because of the career high in threes. Mm-hmm. And then one time we gave it to the whole bench because it was the game when the bench did really well as a collective. It was like the first game we saw that the bench felt like they were really moving. We haven't had a Devin Booker one? We've had, no, not oh, for people not, not okay. named Devin or Kevin. Gotcha. So at some point in time, I just want to spread the wealth. I, I want mean, to give some love why? to some other guys. If guys are, if, if other guys aren't stepping up to be the big bright shining star, they don't get to be the big bright shining star. Yeah, I'm kind of cool with it because I lived for five years where the big bright shining star was like 
Troy Daniels or yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm done hey, with those alternating days. Troy Daniels like, was very nice. Josh Childress. I'm I'm good on those days. I'm okay if it's either Devin or Kevin I'm half not, the time. We're not here to give participation trophies, Lindsay. It's not a participation trophy if you kept the team's head above water. I, that's not how that works. If this was a participation trophy, it would go to Bowl Bowl. Yeah, you know what? I, and that's no shade to him, but it's real. But that's real. I gotta give I gotta give my flowers to Chemezi hmm. Metu, Azabuki, <laughs> Bull Bull, Saban Lee, Brad Beal, you looking good on the bench tonight. Love the beanie. <laughs> uh, you know, Damon Lee back at home working on that leg. Mad props to you. You all deserve the big, bright, shining star tonight. All right. We're like one comment away from Chelsea snapping and ending the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're like so close. What do you want to talk about next, Lindsay? <laughs> Desert Financial Credit Union. Oh, then they go. want to hook you up with uh, $200 in bonuses right now. That's super awesome deal. Uh, when you open a free checking account online, you can get those $200 in bonuses. You can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Desert Financial Credit Union has been Arizona's largest and most trusted local credit union for more than 84 years. So check them out. Also, listen, listen, listen. The coupon code for it's OGs is coming to a close sooner rather than later. So if you have not taken advantage of this discount yet, now is your time to do so. So when you use the code PHNX, when you order from any Zen Leaf dispensary, you're going to get 25% off any OGs products. Okay. So all you have to do is head to ZenLeafDispensaries.com, find your closest location, order your favorite OGs gummies for pickup, and enter discount code PHNX to get 25% off at checkout. This deal is exclusively for all of you guys. And a reminder, it is available only for online and pickup orders. That discount code is PHNX and it's active only until November 30th. What are we laughing about in the chat? <laughs> Actually, Do I on. even want to know? I forgot. I forgot. Are Jay you Gaspar, guys being you mean a big to bright me? shining star? No, no one's being mean to you this time. <laughs> Miles Simon, you a big bright shining star. Cole Mike Michelson, you a big bright shining star. Oh, man. We gotta yeah. give it to everybody. Eddie for all the great comments about <laughs> you you a big bright shining star. <laughs> And he had some questionable oh, ones tonight, too. Yeah, that's, that's what we were laughing about in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to skip that one and also, move on. Also, somebody, it may have been code, somebody in the chat was like, what's Espo like on a date in a quiet place? The irony is, I tend to be a, This a is more where subdued. he comes to life. Yeah. He's super quiet otherwise. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like you put a camera in front of Espo and it's just like this whole other side of him comes out. Mm -hmm. yeah, so... You a big bright shining star, Flex. Oh you a big God. bright shining star, <laughs> Emma. You a big bright shining star, oh Rudy. You still got to work gracious. on some things. Damn. Oh. When you said no, when you said Emma, when you said Emma, I knew that yeah. was coming. Yeah. I knew he that knew was coming. Was on its way. All right, couple more super chats here. Psycho Blue sent us two of them. The first one said, "Flowers should be given to Grayson." Quote: Judas Shuttlesworth. Allen so declares basketball Cthulhu. They then followed up with another one and said, what do you guys think of basketball Cthulhu's designation for Grayson Allen and uh, the lucky bounce rebound that helped ice the game? I mean, it was about time they got a lucky bounce rebound. I'm not touching the Judas Shuttlesworth thing. I respect that he got game reference, however. That's how, that's how I'll, I'll leave it. We'll go it's with creative. that. Psycho we'll go it's with creative. that. <laughs> That's more shenanigans for the Discord, Psycho Blue. <laughs> I think that's where we could drop that question, and you could probably get some pretty good answers back on that one. 
Um, so we already talked about the Blazers game from James. We also got one from Anthony. Anthony said, are we ever going to see some real minutes from Chemezi Metu? Uh, I touched on this in the pregame show a little bit, but just in case you weren't there for that, like we talked to Frank Vogel. It was before the Thunder game or the game before that. It was a couple games ago. Um, and Dwayne asked him, are, you know, are we going to see any minutes for Metu? Um, he said, yes, he's going to get his opportunity. He wasn't talking about that night. We don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but Frank Vogel has mentioned many times that he's going to change up lineups throughout the season. I think that's part of why we saw Nas Little more last game. Um, obviously, this game with Yuta being out, he was going to see more playing time. But he's going to try different guys, different lineup combinations throughout the year. They're going to experiment because they have so many pieces that can play multiple positions, play multiple spots on the floor. Um, so Metu's time is coming. We don't know when it's going to be. We will see him eventually, but um, just hang in there. If you are one of our Chemezi Metu people who's been waiting, it's going to happen eventually. We just don't know when. I feel like it's a threat. Oh, Chemezi's time is coming. He's, just you wait. He's 100% the new Aaron Holiday in terms of like <laughs> oh my the guy that everyone wants to see play and like that will be horribly disappointed when they do. I don't know about horribly disappointed, but like, again, I'm going to say if you need that guy to be playing minutes and like producing, there are probably more problems in front of that that hey, you need to worry about. Eric, do we still have that uh, video of uh, Chemezi's jumper? No? All right. No. <laughs> Last time I pulled that up, the entire stream just fell oh. apart. So uh, kind, I don't know. Kind of like if you have to rely on Chemezi in your lineup. Oh, my anyway. God. Anyway. Why are you throwing strays at a guy who hasn't got to play? Because Flex isn't here to defend him. <laughs> oh, that, that makes sense. Really, it all comes down to Flex acting like the guy is the greatest basketball player ever. I have no is issue with Chemezi Metu. <laughs> I just have an issue with with Flex's uh. attitude towards Chemezi Metu. Listen, I'm with Bees and Jay in the chat. Hashtag mm. free Metu. I want to see it. Like, I want to see this. Mm -hmm. Why not? I want to see it, for sure. Like, let's let's go. Why not? I have no... I need you to give me a legitimate answer as to why not. Because we already been over that many a time in the recent history. Like, mm -hmm. we're all kind of over that. Who's he taking the minutes from? I don't care. Devin, at this point. Devin. Just kidding, you guys. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, we have a couple more Super Chats. We got two from Eddie. Uh, the first one. I'm not reading all of it. Sorry, Eddie. It's uh, awkward. Uh, I think it's K Dizley May Nizley. Uh, Hashtag go that, Suns. That's how that's pronounced, correct? Nestle chocolate. Uh, and then they also said KD is the goat. That and is sent correct. us some emojis. Yes, KD is the goat. Uh, Mr. Machine said little played big. Mm -hmm. Good one. I, I got you. And then <laughs> Hayden sent us one and said, love the podcast. Easy money, all caps, sniper. Thank you, Hayden. Thanks, Hayden. Love I you, too. Know, I don't know which three words I love more, the first three or the last three. Thank you, Hayden. They're all great. I mean, they're definitely <laughs> equal. Yeah. And then Nate sent us one and said, please rip Portland a new one for our mental health. Yes, I see. Please. Okay, so yes, it'd be big for the fan base. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it would though. Every win at this point would be huge for the fan base. Uh, it'd be great for the mentals, please. Yeah. All right. So, the thing about this is, regardless of Portland, at this point, I need a substantial win in my life. Like, mm -hmm. I know I'm getting a little bit selfish here because we had one last week. You could say the first. Utah game was maybe a little bit, even though it was pretty tight, mm -hmm. uh, majority of the game. But after tonight, I feel like I could use just like another 
Timberwolves type we of thing. We had one less than a week ago. I know. It's like four days ago. <laughs> but I, I feel like it would help a lot. But I want another one. Yeah, because it's been, I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm not trying to say that it was, Eddie, I know it was Snoop Dogg yes, inspired. I was, <laughs> I was playing nerdy we white do. guy on the show. Don't worry. Um, I don't know about you guys, but this the start of this season has been heavy. Like, even with some of the exciting games we've had and some of the big moments we've had, and it's not like we're terrible by any means, no. but it's just been overall heavy. And the most fun that I've had so far this season was Thursday's or Wednesday's game last week no, against I... the Timberwolves. And I could use a few more of those right now, especially heading into the holidays. Like, well, it's it's because we nice we just have all this anxiety about wanting to see this team in its true form. We haven't seen them in their fully evolved form yet. We're we're still in a Charmander stage, and Charizard is still way down the fucking line. Like we are waiting to get to that point. I understood point. that reference. <laughs> That's when you drop the f bomb. What? <laughs> what? You, you gotta evolve. You don't know Pokemon? No. There's, there's different evolutions. <laughs> I suppose you start as a little guy and then you grow God into a big damn guy. Forty year old man. No, I don't know Pokemon. Plenty of forty year old men like Pokemon. That is too yeah, bad, well, man. those are the forty year olds I don't want to hang out with. All right. Well, that's rough. But anyway, Lindsay, about yes. the Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> the Suns aren't in their fully evolved form yet. And I think everybody is just nervous about Bradley Beal not being healthy, about the injury problems Book has had. And when you compound that with the fourth quarter struggles that we saw in multiple losses there, like people were naturally down on this team, the four and six start. Like it wasn't fun. Um, but we've been preaching patience. We've been preaching once Book comes back, once Beal comes back, this team's going to be good. We're starting to see that. I think we'll see on Tuesday the type of win that you're looking for against the Blazers because the Blazers just aren't good and the Suns are probably going to take that one personal, I feel like. Um, but it's just one of those things where we have to be patient as tough as it is and hope that Beal gets right at the end of this three-week reevaluation period because they do need time to be on the floor together. Like We've been saying this since the start. Injuries are the one thing that can hold this team back. And if they don't get enough reps during the regular season, a team like Denver or someone else is going to have that edge and continuity and familiarity in reps and late game situations and all of these chemistry things that you need to build throughout the season. So we're not there yet. We're still in that evolution process and it's a little tough sometimes, but we're going to get there. It's going to get better. I'm not saying it's bad, especially mm -hmm. at this particular moment since Book came back. It's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And we've had great moments, obviously, starting with the game that he returned. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm being selfish, okay? <laughs> I'll admit it. Yeah. I'm selfishly wanting a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I would like a game where at the end of every quarter, I'm not like, oh, great. What's going to happen in this final two minutes? Mm -hmm. Where I'm not, we're not going into the fourth quarter being like, I hope this doesn't turn sour on us. Right. I just want a game where I feel confident the whole time. Where I I'm feeling it. good the whole time. Where there might be mistakes made. Yeah, sure. I understand that's going to happen. But where they respond the right way. They respond with picking each other up and out hustling their opponent. Like, I just want that. I get it. But at the same time, like, Suns fans, if you're not enjoying watching Devin Booker and Kevin Durant go to work on a nightly basis now that Book's back, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is the NBA. It's not going to be easy every single night. Um, sometimes there's going to be a scrappy team like Utah that shoots a ton of threes, gets a ton of offensive rebounds, and, and makes the game messy. They're still learning. They're still figuring out the chemistry. 
this game was stressful, but it was also very fun down the stretch, um, especially because they made the plays late to get the win. So at the end of the day, those are the things to focus on, I guess, if you're trying to have some perspective. Um, and Chica in the chat also brought this up about the Blazers game. The Suns need to win by a lot um, to keep their in-season you know, hopes tournament alive. hopes alive. So they need to beat the crap out yeah, of them. Yeah, they need to beat the crap out of them and the crap out of Memphis on Friday. To, right. To stay alive in it. Uh, look, I, I get what you're saying, right? that it'd be nice to just feel like mm-hmm. there something was easily in the bag. But I also don't think I've laughed as much at the, the chaos <laughs> that some of the season <laughs> has been than I have this year. Mm-hmm. I, look, I'm at the point where, okay, for the most part, I'm going to let it ride through December and hopefully you stack some wins and Beal comes back towards the end of that and then it's it's on to business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at the league, what, Golden State's lost six in a row, they're at six and eight. Like There's a, there's a lot of weird things right now. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to try to laugh at some of this uh, <laughs> bizarreness and, uh, and enjoy what I can at this point. Uh, Eric, do we have uh, the thing for girth that uh, I've been sitting on here? Uh-oh. Uh, this is for you after your Pokemon reference. I feel okay. like I need to I need to give you a little something. So. Using his girth, can't finish. <laughs> that was from that was from Friday's game. Just to you, Nurkic using his girth, can't finish. Oh man, <laughs> I don't. You should have known that was coming. I I should have, <laughs> but I honestly did not hear that clip. So I'm excited for the next Welcome to Girth. I might have to remix <laughs> some things. We might. We'll Yusuf, see. if you're watching the show ever, I'm sorry. Well, we cut his name out of it. It's okay. Okay. So it's not connected to him. Using his girth, can't finish. Okay. Use it. Okay. I thought it's it said connected Yusuf. to you and, and you alone. Okay. Okay. No, originally it said Nurkic using his girth okay. can't finish. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. But we cut out his name. Glad somewhere. that's a clip involving my nickname. <laughs> uh, shout out to Charles with the solar coaster. Uh, a nickname. We had the bowler coaster, but I think we've locked in completely on the solar coaster. Right now. <laughs> um, listen, you guys had a lot of really good points in the chat too. And I understand exactly where you're coming from. I just, like I said, I admit it. I was being selfish, but Jay said, these games help us build, help us team build. Um, Fasja said, I love it because they're becoming more surgical. Um, like a lot of really good, like even Louis said, like flex said, it will take a few weeks to work out the kinks. Like some of this stuff is really valuable for us as we move along in the season. And especially when we get closer to playoffs, like uh, EJ and KB brought it up on the broadcast a lot. These games where you play the same team, like we saw with the Spurs twice in the same week. And this weekend with the Utah jazz, it's more like a playoff series. Mm-hmm. And that can be a really valuable lesson for you throughout the regular season to kind of prepare for those type of things. Yeah. So, I know there's a lot of value in these, and I know it's going to be better for us in the long run. I'm just, again, being being selfish. Yeah, you get a whole day off to game plan, to strategize against your opponent, to see what they did well in the first game and correct in the second. Like, these are, like, kind of little mini playoff preview type things, and they're going to be more competitive. We saw it against the Spurs as well. Um, I don't know when the next one that they have like that is. I don't know if they have another one like that. Houston in February and March, but, like... It's one of those things where it's going to make a bad opponent 10 times tougher than they would normally be. Yeah. Yeah. How much do you learn in in early November mm-hmm. that carries over? I mean, for a brand new 
brand new team like this, probably kind of a lot. Yeah, I mean, like from a yeah. chemistry standpoint, understanding yeah. the just the the isms and the ticks and all the things of each each other, like that's probably a lot of what you're learning right now. Yeah, and I guess I'd rather have them go through some of these close situations and mm -hmm. work through that earlier rather than than later. I just late game reps. Yeah, I late game reps. I get it. We love it. But we remember how what was it? Two years ago, mm -hmm. they were clutch. They were everything in the final five minutes. And they still and were. And it was early on in the season, and mm -hmm. they for most of the season, and then all of playoffs, the playoffs. Yeah, but it didn't know. matter because they were getting spanked. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even have a chance yeah, I mean, to I'm, be in the in late fair. game situations. I, just, I the, these reps are especially important for this team because that team was like a well oiled machine. They had been together for years. Um, and that was part of why they were so good in the clutch mm -hmm. and, and Chris Paul, that factor in as well. This team, they need to get as many of those opportunities as they can because they have so many new guys. They have guys that have been in now the rotation, injured players like to be able to do this, even against a jazz team. That's frankly not very good without Beal there. There's value in, in a lot of the, you know, double teams that they saw the way the jazz changed where their double teams were coming from, how they passed out of it. All that stuff is important. Yeah, I think that's fair for some of the newer guys, for some of the guys that are lower in the rotation, but maybe being asked to step up in, in different roles, it's good. For the KDs, for the books, I don't know that it, it changes much for them, but for these other guys, that, that's, a, that's a quality point. So. Yeah. I, all I know is the Suns games are much more exciting and fun when they win and when you have four peaks by your side as well. They've got the... Sun's Brew here, which the can is just as beautiful as the beer tastes. Uh, make sure you guys get your hands on some Four Peaks. You can find it at local retailers throughout the valley. And, of course, you can check out fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events that they've got going on. You can also check them out on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Now, as a reminder, you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. But if you are one of those people who has a hard time figuring out what to bring to Thanksgiving, and they your family just doesn't ask you to bring anything at this point, <laughs> just show up with some Four Peaks beer, and you'll be the life of the party, and everyone will love you for it. Uh, the, that review guy, yes. Sun's Brew is one of my favorite uh, to partake in. Here also, if you can find the pumpkin porter right now yeah. to bring to yeah. Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. I highly recommend. Grab as many of those because it is a, a fall favorite, but it goes away. It's not a year-round right. thing. Nate wants to know, is the Sunsbury year-round? That's a year-round yes, one, yes. isn't it? Yeah. This well, has been my favorite since like kinda? I was 21. A actually, usually it disappears in uh, June. In like the uh, summer. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Hey, can you throw oh, me one of those now? Can you throw guy. me one of those now? Jeez. God. I was taking it. <sighs> so annoying. <laughs> yeah, summer, huh? Damn it, man. This guy runs a Suns podcast and starts dunking on the Suns. I, I, I'm very much in my Joker mode right you now. You are. I put these purple oh, pants on and I just want to see shit burn. All right. Man. Uh, you can also find Four Peaks at Circle K. You know how much I love Circle K. And I love being a part of their inner circle as well. It's a new free membership program that saves you 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips, and then you save three cents per gallon every single day. You also get every six free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, 
ice cold fountain drinks and so much more. And you guys can join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Nate says, how was Espo a Suns fan? I feel like I'm the fully evolved version, like your Pokemon. Oh, I'm wow. a Suns fan no. because I've been You're through it all. You're a shadow Pokemon is what you are. I just accept that sometimes having a laugh at some of the truth of the last 55 years is better than crying about it. I all get right? it. I Espo get it. uses self-deprecate. It's very yes. effective. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Is there any other flowers you guys would like to give out or any moments from this game you'd like to talk to Because I, before I get to my last thing for the night? Mm-hmm. I, I want to give out two, two former Blazers on this one. Nas Little, we mentioned him a little bit, but 10 points off the bench, that really nice dunk and transition. Came in, his first touch of the game was a three that he switched because they left him wide open. The last two games, he's done a really good job of proving that he can be a guy who will make the most out of spot minutes, which is valuable. Um, especially if Yuda continues to be kind of up or down. And then Yusuf Nurkic, I feel like we didn't really talk much about him, but 18 and 12, two blocks plus nine. I know you love that one. Seven of <laughs> 11 assists. shooting, two assists. Like he, he was pretty good tonight. And I thought defensively he wasn't a major problem down the stretch like we've seen him be in the past. I, I felt like he was pretty on top of most of the rotations, not all of them, but um, you know, I, I felt he played a well-rounded game tonight. Yeah, I, I enjoyed his efforts tonight. I enjoyed Little uh, as well. I just, uh, all around, I, I know it was a weird game, but the mm-hmm. starting five mm-hmm. uh, played very well tonight. So just glad it glad it turned <laughs> out the way it did, and it could have been yes. worse. So. Um, I lied. I have three more things. Uh, a couple more super chats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that you. all? Uh, it's kind of like Trevor the sun. We're just going to overtime. We are. We're going to overtime, and then we're going to double overtime. Okay. Tricked ya. Uh, Trevor <laughs> sent us one and said, Book had a sloppy game, but still had 26 points. Um, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. If that's your off night... Yep. How can you be mad at that? We'll take I it. mean, I can, but I'll take it for certain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is we got to look at our bets. No. Because <laughs> no. how yeah, could I forget? It. I mean, I wanted no. to forget. Damn. But things have turned around. Oh, no. Espo's in last. People. Espo is officially in last place. He is a minus 80 seven dollars and fifty cents. Saul won his bet tonight, guys. Plus five fifty, and that means he's only negative fifty five now oh, instead late. of the minus one twenty oh, that he came into. Chopped it in this half. Game with he did. Uh, Flex missed his bet, so he's now down twelve fifty five. But I hit my bet. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, what, ten dollars like, at three a time. Cents? Like. Yeah, wait, weren't you I at feel like I was already at yeah, 41 I, in the pregame show. So, oh. Eric, are you like literally no, not I, giving me my now payout? I can't no, trust I think, any of these no, numbers. I, I think your parlay was so minuscule. No, that I maybe... won 10 bucks. <laughs> I know I won 10 I, bucks. I don't trust. I, I think this is just Give being me stolen my, from it was me. A plus 100. Give me my $10. No, I think she made her 10 cents. I actually <laughs> won tonight. I am up by $300. You're a liar. You're a liar. Uh, and I'm winning Bri- now. Brian in the chest said minus 87.50 unbothered. <laughs> no, I'm bothered because I think Eric. <laughs> Saul was unbothered. Uh, we, Espo is very bothered. We've trusted Eric with these numbers and I think they're wrong. Mm. So, Eric. Did you forget to add my I was winnings? having such a good show, man. I was Did you forget such a good to add show, my man. winnings? Yeah, yeah. He so was on top of the I numbers. 
I have to look. I, I, I just went back to 61, check. Though. As Nate says, numbers yeah. strike Rudy 60, again. 60, 61, 61. I should be at 61. $61. Man, okay. I was having such a good show, So man. make sure you get that updated, though, because I don't need to come in here on Tuesday I got at $41. You. I got you. I Trust me. I'm, you're not going to let me like, forget. All these I'll W's remember. count. When you're doing the slow and steady, all of these matter. <laughs> All of her $10 increments. <laughs> I missed on a plus 1100 something mm-hmm. by one book anything. One book and, anything? And three points. You know, the worst oh, part, yeah. too, is that yeah. if we didn't go into overtime, Solve. I would have been the only one who had won my bet. If mm-hmm. we didn't go into double overtime, I would have been the only one who won my bet. Saul had to go to double overtime to win tonight's bet mm-hmm. i mean and shout out to him like it worked but it still made me upset i still Tough. think all the numbers are wrong yeah well don't don't even I, start that as numbers well. never lie except when rudy's using them oh, oh my goodness man. um tough. okay so now my last thing <laughs> for real for real this time uh gerald you brought up pokemon i did and the chat started asking the question who uh-huh. which of which pokemon are all of us Ooh. and they threw out some options so I've gotten Jigglypuff a couple times. Jigglypuff, okay. Uh, you got Machamp. Oh, I like that and, one. And uh, I wish, but Saul is is a talking meowth in here. <laughs> Espo, you got Slowbro. Can I just be the dude with the backpack and the hat, like uh, Ash? You sure? That's whatever. <laughs> no, you have to be an actual. Come Pokemon. on, you know he's who not Ash a Pokemon. Is. You have what? to be no? an actual Pokemon. Can I be Detective Pikachu? He was voiced by Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah, sure, if you no, want. No, I don't think you can be Pikachu. <laughs> I don't think anybody can be Pikachu, to be honest with you. Yeah, that one's kind of an untouchable um, one. Somebody also, hello, said you're Mr. Mime. I'm Mr. Mime? Yeah. I feel like I automatically talk too much for that one. I don't but... know. Who would you want? Who do you think, Gerald? You know them. I just play Yeah. because mm-hmm. I like to play, but right. you know all of the things. It's slow yeah. poke a weight joke, like uh, I don't know if it's no, a weight joke or like an athletic a, joke, like uh, it might be an IQ joke. I don't know. That's wow, stuff. that's <laughs> even worse. I feel like he's a cool looking Pokemon though. Slowpoke. Slowbro. Oh, slow bro. It was it slow bro. Okay, slow bro's cooler at least. Slowpoke's just kind of dopey looking. Let me see. I'm opening it up. Somebody says I'm Psyduck. You, you literally could be making Psyduck is Psyduck is Squirt- pretty cool. See, says Squirtle. All right. I mean, Psyduck Squirtle, is Squirtle. Psyduck is beloved. Okay, look, Squirtle's here's what Slowbro looks like. Hmm. He's got like a super dope tail. He does have a cool tail. He does kind of look like dopey him. in the face. He's cool. Like, you nerds. And then here's a look. You'll like this one. It's pink and purple. This is another <laughs> variation of Slowbro. He like purple. He's got purple on him, Espo. Snorlax. Gerald, who would you Snorlax want to be? Snorlax is rude. What? Who would you want to be? Um, I mean, I like Machamp. He was one of my favorites. He's okay. a cool dude. Like Polly World too. Okay. There's like a little Ahoy, go- hoy. There's a little goth one in here. The goth one. Gothita. <laughs> I love her. She's so cute, you guys. Lindsay okay. is Snorlax because she likes to sleep. That's a good one. I'm not mad at that one. All Kenny, right. you are all nerds. Thank yes. you. Nerds That's is right. a new monoculture, Charles, Kenny. I'm going to bed. Good night, PH and X. <laughs> well, listen, this was the end of the show anyway. I was just trying to have a little bit of fun. A little bit of nerdy fun for Gerald. Thank you. Okay, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow with a show for you guys at 3 p.m. So plan to come hang out with us then. Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnex underscore sons. You can follow me at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. 
And you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just like Pokemon, I can't catch all Daryl's references. I just don't get it. <laughs> oh, yeah.